Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse 15. chapter 5 verse 15 reads therefore be careful how you walk not as unwise men but as wise making the most of your time because the days are evil so then do not be foolish but understand what the will of the Lord is let's read it one more time together therefore be careful how you walk not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. I want to conclude us, um, conclude our vision month here. Again, as I've been telling you every week, vision month is a time where we, uh, seek the Lord and release the word of the Lord over this new year and we released it saying that 2022 is the year to never underestimate and we also take this time to receive the instructions of what the Lord is calling us to do at this time it's not about that we just seek God to say what we want but we're asking for things it's also about what he wants from us and so I believe and I'm praying that God, if you've been spending time with God to know what it is that he would have you to do in this year. Last week, we talked about never underestimate being found faithful. And this week, ladies and gentlemen, to conclude our time together in this series, in this prophetic series that we have been in called Never Underestimate, I want to expound upon one of the prophetic statements the Lord has said to me. Um, to give to us and as I want you to know that as the word of the Lord has gone forth since the first Sunday in January it's already been manifesting the word of the Lord has been manifesting itself one of the things I told you is that uh, there will be a, a great innovation in uh, the medical field and they just performed a surgery January 10th of, a, of a, um, genetically engineering a heart of a pig and how that has now been put into a into a, 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 a man. That was the first surgery that has ever been done. You can go look it up online even right now. Things are already happening. The money, how the finances and everything that is working right now, it is all coming. Uh, things are all coming to be and coming about. And so I need you to, if he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Blessed are those who not only hear the word, but are doers of the word. That when you hear a prophetic word, you ought to, you ought to do as it is being instructed. And so that's very important. And so as, um, as I was asking God, one of the things that he gave me was that 2022 will be one of the most productive years that you will experience. But with this being a productive year, 
how do we get to a place of productivity? How is it that we get to a place of really being productive, not busy, not being occupied and having our hands and stuff that it shouldn't be in? How do we get there? And God has given me this word for today entitled, Never Underestimate the Will of God. Never underestimate the will of God. To underestimate by the Webster Dictionary, its second definition is to place too low a value on. I don't know about you, but sometimes we can place too low of a value on the will of God. And instead of living in his perfect will, we may live outside of the will of God or live in his permissive will, what he allows. The goal is not to live out of the will of God or even to live in his permissive will. The goal, ladies and gentlemen, is to live in his perfect will. A lot of times the reason why life can become so stressful and the reason why we can be experiencing such uh, have anxiety or panic attacks or different things like that is because maybe we're not in alignment to the will of God. I, ladies and gentlemen, would like to submit to us today that some of us are so in love with our own desires and our own will that we will forsake or forego what God wants so that we can make what we want happen, a.k.a. manifesting. Manifesting, ladies and gentlemen, what's the difference? God is the one faith of, of us being With us walking by faith, ladies and gentlemen, meaning relying on God, faith is leaving it up to God and trusting in him that knowing that he is going to manifest things and bring things to to be because we are faithful to him. Manifestation is us being faithful to ourselves, acting as we are God and trying to conjure something through our own fleshly self and thinking that that's faith and it's not. The truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, is that the will of God is very crucial. How is it that Jesus could only live, Jesus lived for 33 years, but was so productive in the three years that he did his earthly ministry? I'll tell you why. Every time they asked him in John chapter 4, Jesus says, my nourishment is to do the will of the Father. Ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus came, he says, I have come to do the will of my father. I've set out to do the will of my father. What makes somebody productive is when you know the will of God and you put a value on the will of God to the point where whatever he has set me out to do, I'm going to do it. Ephesians chapter two, ladies and gentlemen, says that we were created in good works, which he prepared beforehand. So before time began, God created you for good works. And through your believing in Jesus Christ, that then unlocks us to know those works in which he prepared beforehand. And the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is that while we are workers, we are his workmanship, his craftsmanship, ladies and gentlemen. Too many times we forsake the creator of our story, the creator and the author of our faith. Because we put more of a value on what we believe that we should have versus what God's agenda is for our life. Ladies and gentlemen, here in our text, Paul, in these three particular verses, 
is very specific in his exhortation. He's specific in his exhortation to the church of Ephesus. And the first thing he tells them is, he says, therefore, be careful how you walk. He's issuing a caution to them. He's saying, be careful how you walk. He says, not as unwise men, but as wise. Here, ladies and gentlemen, this is really an exhortation of wisdom and seeing wisdom in the practical sense. See, wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to understand uh, a thing or two here about wisdom. Uh, wisdom is not more just in the, in t- in t- in the, in t- uh, uh, in the cognitive way of being wisdom and, and, and intelligence and gaining knowledge. No, 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 no. Wisdom is a little bit, it's a little bit more than that. Wisdom and the wise thing for us to do is recognize the will of God, and the wisest thing is to do the will of the Father. That's really what it's all about. It's really about doing the work and the will of the Father. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the wisest thing that we could ever do. Because there is safety in that. There is safety in doing the will of the Father, ladies and gentlemen. There's safety in that. And so we must understand that he tells them that we should not live unwise. But we should live in this thing called wisdom. We have to understand that it is, it, is, it is this, ladies and gentlemen, that we understand that it's such a mature knowledge of God and his word should help us to go beyond the tendency to extract verses out of context and apply them in a mechanically to life's decisions or to become overly concerned with seeking special supernatural leading. The importance, ladies and gentlemen, is for us to seek him and to hold on to this such wisdom. The reality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, which Paul is telling us, you ought to be careful how you walk. You ought to be careful how you walk because if you are a believer, if you are transformed, if you've been regenerated, you should not be walking as the unwise. This is what Paul is saying, that you should not be walking as the unwise wise that that but you are wise because you have the 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 mind of Christ in you through the spirit of God who else knows the mind of Christ but the spirit the spirit of God is what brings the revelation of who God is to us we will not be able to come into this revelation outside of the Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit is what illuminates it. The Holy Spirit is what draws us into salvation. This is the job of the Holy Spirit is what brings such revelation about who Jesus and testifies who Jesus is to us. And so the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is that a lot of us are not living wisely. We're, We're not living wise because you are arrogant and some of us are arrogant to believe that time is on your side he says he says this he says making the most of your time he's saying be careful how you walk not as unwise men but as wise because this is what wise people do he says they make the most of their time And if you are going to be productive in 2022, if you're going to see God move through you and produce things in you, then you have to decide in your mind and make a wise decision to die to yourself. 
You think that you have all of this time on your hands. Jesus did have, Jesus knew his time and he knew, and if he was going to complete what he needed to do, he had to have a laser focus on the will of God. You have to have a laser focus on the will of God and set your mind and your eyes to see it to its completion. To see it to its completion. Ladies and gentlemen, if you and I are going to make the most, if we're going to walk as wise, then that means that you cannot place a low value on the will of God. You have to place the will of God above all else. Hallelujah. You, and, 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 and in order for you to understand, Pastor Brandon, how do I know the will of God for my life? Colossians 1.9 says that we ought to seek it out. We ought to pray for it. We ought to pray. We ought to seek it out. But here's the two things that I have, and I'm getting out of here. Like, like I said, I don't plan to preach long. The reality of it is, is this. Watch me. He says, making, put it up on the screen for me. He says, making the most of your time. I want to stay here for this little second right here. Uh, the psalmist said, Lord, teach us how to number our days. Teach us how to number our days. Watch me. Then this, this, this word, this word saying making or making the most of, uh, of, uh, of our time. I, I want to show you something of uh, what it means here. In the original language, what is, it's giving a sense that you are a, a businessman. It, it means in the New King James Version, they use the word redeem. It uh, means redeem. That means to buy or to purchase. It means to that, it, which implies to us that implies, uh, 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 he says, uh, implies giving up what is necessary in order to own or use well. So I'm going to say that again. It says, he said, we are to, so it implies that uh, encouraging us that we ought to almost be like shrewd businessmen, that it's not saying that we're making the most of the time. It's taking advantage of this now, the, the moment, the present moment, and giving up what is necessary in order to own or to use it well. That means is that I'm trying to use my time wisely. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm using my time wisely. And that's why you have to know the will of God in order for you to use your time wisely. And so some of us are not redeeming the time because you feel like you have time. You think because of how old you are that you got all of this time to just carry on. Oh, that's what 20-year-olds do, or that's what 30-year-olds do, or that's what happens when you get 40. I'll get serious then. Uh-uh, you don't know. You and I are arrogant to believe that we got the next day to live. Jesus told us that we often need not even worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own concerns. Tomorrow's co concerns could be that you're not even here anymore. So why am I worrying about tomorrow? It's today, 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 today is what we need to focus on. It's not saying that we ought not to plan for the future, but you ought to be buying up and making the best use of your time. 
And the reality of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, is that we're not making the best uses of our time. We are wasting time admiring other people's lives on social media. We're taking all of this time away from being productive and putting it on things and people and, and, and certain things that are not accomplishing the will of God for your life. You're wasting time and time is moving away and you're trying to wonder why. Why is the things that I'm trying to cause to make happen not happening or not happening in a way that I thought it would be is because maybe you're not making the best use of your time. Let me tell you something. The problem why you're not yielding a harvest the way that you expected is because you're sowing the wrong thing. Just maybe you're putting your efforts into a thing that not that should not have your time. That should not have your time. Maybe you're trying to compete against the next person that you see on TikTok, that you see on Facebook, that you see on Instagram, and trying to say, if they're doing it, let me do it this way. And that's not always the case. That's not always your story. That's not always your story. He's saying that you have to redeem the time. That is that you have to buy opportunities. You got to seize the opportunities. When you're in the will of God, the will of God presents opportunities. Jesus understood that I have a window of opportunity that I got to get done. What he's telling, what Paul is telling the church of Ephesus and what I believe is being echoed to us today is that we have to buy and we have to, we got to be like shrewd business. We got to seize the opportunities when they come. I'm telling you about money transfer and telling them like, well, we're in the biggest uh, 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 tra wealth transfer in, the, in, the, in our time. And guess what? Because the opportunities are there and you got to seize it while they're there in order so you can see the growth. I'm telling you, opportunities are here. I know the market is crazy. I, I know the market is crazy. I know there's a shortage. I, I know that the pandemic is still here. I, I know all of this is going on, but there's opportunities in the midst of chaos. Oh my God, there's opportunities for innovation. There's opportunities for ideas to come through. There's opportunities for people to read and hear your, uh, your life story. There's potential and there's opportunities that are there. You have to make the most of your every opportunity that you have for Jesus Christ. Jesus saying that we must work while it is day because night is coming where no man can work. The reality is, is that there is a night that's coming and we have to take advantage of the day that we have right now. We have to take advantage of the day that we have right now. This is the here it is. And the oh God, I praise you. And let me tell you something. Not only that, he's not saying just to seize the opportune, seize the opportunity, but watch me. He says that we ought to buy, we ought to seize the opportunity because he says, and then he says, time in the opera in time. And this refers to this word time here in the Greek means ka karos. And so that means there's a karos 
moment. There is a design moment. There is a season. There is a moment that we have to use and use it right now that there is a moment in time that when opportunity presents itself as it's presenting itself for us to give the gospel through online for us to give that we have to seize these opportunities as a church hallelujah the reason why the church can fall behind if we're not careful is we're not seizing the opportunities because we're still stuck on yesterday we're still stuck in what happened in the past but God is the same God that moved in and yes he's moving now he could be moving now in a different way with getting the word out because of these social media outlets seizing the opportunity for the greatest mass evangelism you looking for God to fill stadiums again and God saying I'm looking for you to fill homes because the reality of the matter is is that there's an opportunity that's here you're looking for a way of revival that God is saying listen you're looking you're not seizing the opportunity let me tell you something God has made it easier for us to produce books and not have to try to find uh, 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 to try to find who's going to be able to uh, 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 who 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 will be you got Amazon right now and you can put out low low oh my god oh my god a con a, a less content book and you can put that thing out there right now and they'll be able to spawn oh my god and put it on their platform we didn't have that there are some people that didn't have those opportunities there is different things that are now that you're waiting for God to do and God is saying I'm looking for you to get in my perfect will I'm looking for you to be wise and live in the perfect will because in my perfect will there's opportunities that you have to seize don't be like the children of Israel that when opportunity presented itself they did not seize the moment they did not seize the opportunity. They did not seize the time. And you miss opportunities. And you arrogantly think that they're going to come around again. Oh, I'll probably get that again. No, you won't. No, you won't. You only have this moment. You only have this time. TCF, you only got this moment. You only got this time. You only have this moment. You only have this time that we are to buy. That means we got to give up. What is necessary in order to own and to use well. We got to give up wasting our time so that we can claim our time. You have to give it up. You, you know what you need to do. You know what you have to give up in order for you to really reclaim the time. And that's why God isn't challenging us today. Challenging us today, TCF Nation, to say, listen, don't you underestimate my purposes for your life. Don't you underestimate my plans for your life. Many are the plans. My favorite scripture are in a man's heart. But it's the Lord's plan. The only, oh my God, that ultimately prevails. And let me tell you something while you're running away from the will of God the will of God is going to continue to haunt you down and chase you down until you concede
Because there's an opportunity that there's an opportunity that God has designed your life. Oh my God, to touch. You don't understand. There's people that God already has that your life is supposed to touch. And if you keep running and if you keep going outside, then guess what? God will find somebody else and you'll be praying and wishing and still being on TikTok and in the metaverse trying to wonder why my life is not where it needs to be because you did not seize the moment. Every time death comes, it makes me think about my own life. How the mystery of getting to the end of your life and reflecting on where you are now and what you could have done. The reality, ladies and gentlemen, is most people die, or let me make it this way. Some people die full of regret. Because they look like, they look at back on their life. And their life that God has given you in this moment, you did not steward it well. Our life is not our own. We have to understand that God has given us life for us to steward. And the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is I don't want to get to the end. I don't know when my end is. I don't know when my finish line is. I don't know when God will call me home. But I surely in my time of life, I don't want to get to it. And I'm reflecting on this. Man, I could have did this. I should have did that when I got the opportunity. I should have did this. I should have did that. I should have just listened to God. I don't want to leave full of regret. But when I get to the, oh my God, when I get to the end of my life I want to be able to say that I did all that you asked of me I want to be able to say Lord let the works I've done may it speak for me may the works I've done may it follow me into eternity I want to be able to say to him God that everything that you're given everything you have put in my possession I seized the moment I seized it while it was day I took advantage of every opportunity I took advantage of everything that you called me to do. And now, Lord, even in my time, I give it to you. And I want a crown laid out for me because I lived with the urgency. Ladies and gentlemen, as I come to a close, I'm challenging us to live with urgency. I told my wife, my memory will be that I left the earth empty, not that I held on to anything. I tried it, done it. I'm good. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is what will you do? Will you continue to place a value of a plan that you think is better than the master of the universe? Or will you submit and humble yourself to realize that this God who's the created, who created all of this, if he masterfully did this, he can masterfully guide my life. So verse 17, I'll conclude on this. He says, so then, do not be foolish, 
but understand what the will of the Lord is. <laughs> if you're saying that, Pastor B, I don't know, then seek it out. Seek it out. It's not hard. Seek the Father. God is not withholding answers as it pertains to his purpose for your life. We ought to seek it out. You ought to, you ought to be familiar, and it's through his word. He hasn't hidden it. God's plans for us is to prosper you in your health and in your and, 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 and to prosper you in your health and, 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 and in your soul. His plans for us are good and not of evil to lead us to an expected end. His plan is that we be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. God has not held anything back. That's it. It's there. God's plan is for us to live full of the Holy Spirit. God's plan and will for our lives is that we would that we would that we would take the time. Galatians six nineteen, Galatians six. I don't believe it's verse nineteen, but Galatians six is there. God is not hiding anything. Therefore, is six Galatians six six verse ten. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially. Those who are in the household of faith. He said, since this is the moment, the moment that we have here on earth, since it's the time, use it to be good. Yeah. Oh, not on your righteousness. I'm talking about on the standard of God. Yeah. Most people think they're so good people. I'm not religious. I, try, I, I know God. Let me follow you, my friend. I don't care how good you think you are. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're lost. This is the moment. This is the time. My question to you is, are you going to underestimate the will of God and the intent of God? Because when it comes down to the will of God, we're talking about God's intent for man. Will you underestimate it? Will you devalue it? Or are you going to make a decision today to value it? Jesus valued the will of his father. He valued it because Paul tells us in the Philippians chapter 2 that he humbled himself to the point of death. Yeah. That's how much he valued the will of God. Yeah. <laughs> and if Jesus did not place a value on it, then he would have made a decision in the garden to let the cup pass for him. But Jesus stands in the midst of knowing what's ahead of him to say, nevertheless, your will be done, not mine. And let me tell you something. If you're going to see a productive 2022, you got to say to God, nevertheless, but your will be done. Because the moment you do that, you become a wise man. The moment you do that, you become a wise woman. You live wise with just conceding to what you or your desire is and just taking a hold to God. You say, God, I take a hold of you. I won't underestimate you. I won't underestimate his will. Let me tell you something. There's moments where God will take you places that you don't fully understand. But you got to trust that this is the wise decision that you didn't made. And the enemy's job is to con you, to make you think that you doing the will of God is not wise. 
those who delight in him. If you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So while you're trying to make your own desires happen, you, you delight in the wrong things, delight in God. He will, he will give you the desires of your heart. TCF, hear this soberly. Hear this with a, with a mind that don't get out of your rebellion, get out of your stubbornness. Hear me. Time. going it's going it's going my wife was just saying weekend is almost over already and it feel like I got off I was like you know what honey I feel the same way cause it's going time don't wait for nobody time you can't rewind time Time is only moving forward, and it's speeding up. It's speeding up. It's speeding up. And only those who know how to move in God's will (laughs) will understand the time is here, and it's now. And whatever time limit I have, whatever God has allotted me in this earth, I've got to use it. I got to live with urgency. I got to see that the moment is here. I got to be shrewd, a businessman. Purchase all the opportunities I can get. Seize all the opportunities I can get. Don't care who stands in my way. Don't care what giants are in the land that's occupying my stuff here. I can't care. I got to seize it with all I got. Time is moving. Keep wasting your time. Time is going to keep going. Keep thinking that you're smarter than God. Time is going to keep going. Keep thinking that your way is better. Time is going to keep going. You're being unwise. You're being foolish. You're arrogant to think that time is going to wait for you to get your stuff together. It's going to keep going. (laughs) It's going to keep going. And here's the thing about time. Because God is sovereign, his mercy (laughs) is still good even in time. That Listen, while there's mercy there, time does not stop. (laughs) Ah, Time don't stop. And my question for you is as you hear the tick-tock of life, tick-tock, tick-tock, what you going to do you gotta make a decision and say to yourself my time is now TCF the time is now our ascension is here and ain't nobody gonna get in the way of what God will call us to do 
Ain't nobody going to get in the way. You got to have it up in your mind. I don't give a rat's what giant is in my land. I don't care what is in my way. I'm going because through the strength of the Holy Spirit, I know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I know that while the weapons may form, they will not prosper. I know that my God is gone before me. And as my time is keep going, as it keeps going, I'm seizing it at every minute, at every second, taking the time to educate myself, taking the time to understand that I'm going somewhere and that the will of God is my voice more important than being the perfect will of God to just be in his permissible will. But I want to stay in his perfect will. I want to stay in his perfect will because I stay in his perfect will. I know that I'm accomplishing the will of the Father and so I can be like Jesus. My nourishment is told my God to do the will of the Father and guess what? I'm not going to surround myself with people who don't want to do the will of God because just like Jesus said, who is my family? Only those who do the will of my Father. I'm going to get around people that's going to do the will of God. I'm going to get around and surround myself with people who got a same destination who are not worried about what's going on around them. I'm going to set my mind to go and do what God's called me to do and to heck with everybody who got something to say about it. Time is ticking. What you gonna do? The end. The, one of the signs of the end times is that you won't know, even know the seasons, because it's ticking. Don't live foolishly. Live as the wise. Live as the wise, because as time is going, will you be left behind? I don't have to earn my salvation. That's already been earned through Jesus Christ. I just got to believe. But my crowns in heaven come with a cost. <laughs> I don't got to earn to get into heaven. That's already been purchased. But I do got to earn the crown. <laughs> oh. I got to stop. If you hear what I'm telling you, if you hear this word, I promise you, time ain't waiting for none of us. Look at this pandemic. You think death has an age? You're crazy. It ain't waiting for none of us. An accident. A disease. Heart collapse. Anything. Oh, Brandon, this is dark. No, it's the reality. Yes, <laughs> Lord. 
my question to you is, will you underestimate the will of God? Or will you move with all aggression at any cost to fulfill the will of the Father? Because there ain't no better blessing let me tell you something. The blessing is not just heaven and you're getting your crowns there. It, the blessing is now here on the earth. Yeah. You don't got to wait to experience it. You can experience it now. When you do the will of Father, it comes with great benefits. It comes with great pleasure. Yes. You looking for fame and God said, I can make your name famous. <laughs> but until you get in my will... Tick. Yes. Until you get in my will, nothing that you do will work. Your false sense of success will never bring you wholeness because it's not in God's perfect will. <laughs> First of all, his perfect will is for you to be saved. And some people have the success, but they don't have any wholeness. <laughs> and the word of the Lord has sobered me to the point where it says, you know, at any cost, I got to do it. And it got to be a want to because he's not holding you straight. He's not holding you hostage. And God did not hold his own son hostage. He had to make a decision. Yes. God himself made a decision. That decision, I'm done. I'm done. Listen, if you're not saved, I, I'm done. If you're not saved, if you're not saved, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. Life is not promised. And I know people be like, you shouldn't make altar calls like this because you're trying to scare people. And I ain't scaring nobody into nothing. Right. It's a reality. You make a decision today. Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The, the, the father sent his son that if any man would believe on him, he will not perish, but he shall have everlasting life. And everlasting life waits for you. Eternity is a future event. And wherever you spend, let me tell you something. You know what all of us have in common? All of us, no matter what skin color you are, no matter what background you come from, all of us got to face death. Unless the Lord comes and cracks the sky and we're, we're, we're raptured out of here. But everybody got to face that day. My thing is, is that not everyone goes to the same place. There's two places, either heaven and hell. Jesus did not just die for you could purchase a ticket to get in heaven, but the truth of the matter, he died is so that you can really be connected to who the one who's created you to restore that bond that was broken because of the fall of one man to take the sting that death had on us, that sin had on us to take it away. And believe it or not, my friend, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much, how little money you have, no matter if you're tall, short, no matter whatever it is, 
you got to make a decision. Because tomorrow's not promised to any of us. And we're arrogantly to think that it is. The question is, is that today, if you hear his voice, do not harden, harden, do not harden your heart. I challenge you to receive salvation today. Eternity is not some made up thing that religions came up with or this came up with that. Uh-uh. God did not create hell for you. He created it for Satan and all the fallen angels. That's not meant for you. Choose life today. Choose life today. If you're saying, Pastor B, listen, I, 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 I kind of slipped away. I kind of slipped away. If you want to make a decision to follow Christ, you can do that today. To come back home. To come back, come on, come on back home. Get back in God's perfect will. Stop being out there. You ain't an orphan. You get back home. Right now. If you my friend, you saying TCF, I love TCF. I want to make it my home. I want to make it a place where I receive covering and you want me to be your pastor. I would, it is a privilege. It is a privilege that you would consider us to be your home, us to be your, to, to be your covering. It is a privilege. We don't take it like it's a right. No, it is a privilege that you made a decision to say, I want TCF to be the place where I receive my spiritual nourishment. I want TCF to be the place where I, where my family and everything that I put under that covering. And I want this man of God to, to, to be my leader. If that is you, you can also text that number that is on your screen. I, me and my wife and I, we counted and our team, we counted as a privilege. We understand you could give anywhere. We understand that you could be anywhere. We understand that. And we just by you making that decision, we and to be a part of our family here. More importantly, you're part of the family of Jesus Christ, so we're family anyway. But you just deciding to say, I want this place to be my covering. We count it as a privilege. We count it as a privilege. We count it as a privilege. More importantly, I only pray that you come and make your decision to follow Christ today. So say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I repent, I turn, I make a decision to change from my ways, to make you the Lord over my life. I acknowledge that you died on the cross, that you were buried, that you rose again, and that you ascended to, that, that you ascended to the right hand of the Father. And I don't want to live this life another day without you being the Lord over my life, being the, oh my God, being my all in all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, you text TRANSFORM to 94000 right now. Do not wait another minute. We're rejoicing with you. We're rejoicing with you. Don't wait another minute. Don't you wait another second. Come on, text that number and we'll show you the next way of salvation. Excuse me, the next, your following steps. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. 
We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.